At the end of your life, what will be your legacy? What will you leave behind for future generations? For the world, join the world messenger, Isabella Lundberg, each week as she brings you a new distinguished guest from the business, sports, or entertainment world to share their success, their struggles, and their lessons. They will share their insights into current hot topics that affect everyone. Isabella facilitates an intimate, vulnerable environment to find the true value of humanity and real leadership. Are you ready for your legacy? The legacy that matters? Hello, hello, my beautiful friends. It's Isabella Lumpy here, the world messenger, and I'm inviting you for another epic episode of Legacy Leadership. We're obviously top 2% leader show around the world focusing on leadership, entrepreneurship, as well as business. And today's guest is going to tackle all of that and much more. How to be powerful woman in tech, learn about something that she's been involved with that involves primarily women and so much more. She's someone who is great advisor, speaker, and also board member guiding and leading in times of change and transformation. Without further ado, let me introduce you to great colleague and friend, April Yerby. April, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much, Isabella. I appreciate you having me on today. Absolutely. Um, one thing I forgot to mention, April is a local, which I absolutely love to have our housewoman like her here in Denver, Colorado. And that means a lot because we're being so much operating in a virtual arena. And it's always so great to meet and greet and have a conversation in person. But right now, we are having virtual conversations so everybody around the world can benefit what April is going to share. So April, you are predominantly working in male-driven environments from insurance to tech. How do you do that? Wow, what a powerful question. And I have, my entire career has been in a male-dominant industry and I have to give thanks to my men because uh, without them, I wouldn't be where I am today. We've been in an environment where literally it's just go and drive and focus. And I'm thankful for that. Those skills that have, um, they actually have built me up to be the person that I am and to be resilient in the space and also be innovative, um, have some thought leadership in a space that, is continually to evolve. Um, tech is one of those spaces that you constantly have to be ready and geared and going and thinking. So learning in that space that gentlemen have a space for that, a place in that space, as well as our women and understanding how to create that balance to bring a space for all to prosper and scale to the next level. I love that. I love that perspective. That's where we're aiming. That's why you are actually trailblazing and creating space and opportunity for other women to follow. And as a trailblazer, I mean, you accomplished something tremendously. You being obviously co-owner and vice president of very successful enterprise, uh, where also you bring those elements to the table. You disrupted industry and you continue to disrupt. Do you mind telling a little bit how did you accomplish that? Wow, uh, literally living life every day, getting out, hearing from the people, understanding their challenges, speaking to business leaders, CEOs, CEOs, COOs, uh, CFOs, understanding 
What is it that keeps you up at night? What are your challenges? What means most to you uh, from a perspective of business as well as personal? So when you learn how people um, actually feel the journey that they're in and they move in a way that ultimately protects what they're trying to accomplish, you can do so many great things. But we have to stop and we have to pause, Isabella, and understand that everyone is trying to do the best that they can out here. But at the end of the day, not understanding how to get it done. How do we bring those solutions? How do we bring collaborations in such a way that everyone at the end of the day can come to the table and eat and make sure that they have an opportunity to scale to the next level? I love that approach because you basically are doing something um, which is making sure that is win-win relationship, talking very closely with C-suite executives and listening, hearing them out and recognizing their issues that they're dealing with. But at the same time, I love that how everything in the world becomes so uberly transactional, but also how you shift it to make it relational and make it also opportunity for everyone to succeed and to thrive. So with that in mind, I'm sure you heard plethora of stuff uh, over the years, just in the insurance space. Uh, do you mind highlighting a few things for everybody watching and listening, and specifically from other country, countries around the world, how insurance space involved and what do you see? How is important crucial element of the business and successful business moving forward? Yeah, business leaders definitely will need to shift the paradigm in how they look at risk management and insurance. This is a journey where there has to be a collaboration of all key parties, business leaders, legal counsel, risk advisors, security defense officers. There's so much in this space that continues to change. If we're not collaborating, we're not doing our best to mitigate, help leaders to mitigate their risk. If we stand in our own silos, in our own towers, and all we can do is have this vision that is tunnel, how do we ultimately create an ecosystem that drives and ultimately helps mitigate true risk? So I am literally on this mission to change how business leaders look at insurance and risk management, all the way from cyber liability to personal protections. What does that look like? There's a wide range of that. And understanding what's important to you, what's in, or important to business leaders, what's important to their businesses, the challenges that they have, the risk that they foresee, the, the risk that they don't see, the underlying risk. How do we talk about those things and create solutions that will allow them to either avoid, retain, or transfer that risk? That's ultimately what the whole goal is. It's not about do we do it, do we not? It's understanding and bringing an awareness to these leaders to help them understand how they can scale their businesses to the next level while still being innovative. Mm, I love that. And I love that you also tied to cyber because I want to also bring the cyberspace and, and in just in general technology, how this obviously cannot be separate anymore. And I love because we're talking about also cybersecurity in general terms and all these different elements of safety and protection. But we really don't realize, um, even with small businesses, how vulnerable small businesses are because we always hear the stories of large 
Fortune 500 companies. So do you mind sharing a little bit of the story that was really pivotal and helped those leaders to grasp how volatile everything and, and, and risky everything is and then what the trade-offs are? Yeah, so first of all, when you ask me about pivotal, I can tell I come from a claims background. So I've sat at the table around litigation and I understand that things happen. We do business and we're going to move in that direction where there's always going to be a potential risk. But when you sit at the table and you get an opportunity to see a business leader making a decision that they thought was the best decision for their organization at the time with the tools that they had, that one decision created a litigation that not only impacted them as an individual, but impacted their families. There's nothing like watching that, Isabella. And that was pivotal for me because I've seen the situations where someone just tried to make the best decision, not being intentional or willful or any of that, and ultimately made the wrong decision in someone's eyes. Whether or not it was wrong for them or not, in someone's eyes, it was wrong. And what does that mean when you have to be named in a litigation and then you find that why am I here? You don't even understand it. So to see a situation like that and to have to look into someone's eyes and understand and feel what they are feeling in that moment, that fear, that anxiety associated with the career that they ultimately felt like we were going to take to a whole nother level. And this one decision pivots and it changes the game. What that looks like and feels like is unheard of. So that is the pivotal process for me that changed the game. I said, no, we got to do better. How do we do these things on a proactive uh, standpoint versus a reactive standpoint? How do we think about those things that could potentially be a challenge and say, hey, if we have these things going on or there's a potential for this, how do we maneuver and how do we address that in such a way that it is a win-win for everybody involved? So that is why I do what I do. The passion that I have for people, it's unbearable. And so I'm on the front lines fighting to protect what matters most. Mm. I love that. And that definitely passion comes true. And it's so beautiful to have also a female perspective diverse perspective in today's landscape where all those choices, decisions needs to be made, but also voices to be heard. And your voice is soft, but is definitely, uh, you can't just avoid not to lean in and want it to hear it more. So how did you develop your voice and seat at the table? How did you navigate and break down the silos and, and continue to do that? What would you say is one of some, some of the top ways that you are navigating, as a lot of people will say, mission impossible, and, 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 and contributing and, and making tremendous strides and change? You know, you asked for several things. I can tell you the one top thing is to be April. I know nothing else. I bring everything about me to the table and allow them to see how passionate I am about what it is that I do how passionate it is that I am about people, how authentic, how true, how honesty. You're always gonna get honesty and integrity from me. You're always gonna get someone that's willing to go the extra mile. 
someone that's willing to stand on the front lines to protect what matters most. That warrior in heels, that is April. So when I show up, I'm showing up as that individual, regardless of where I'm showing up. And I work hard at delivering solutions, risk management solutions. I'm that person that will tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. And that's the respect that I get because I'm not always going in with the great, yeah, everything's awesome. Sometimes I have to tell you some things that you necessarily may not like, but we can walk through those things and we can figure out solutions. But you can't make a sound decision as a business leader if you don't know what you don't know. Mm, that is so powerful. And what I'm also feeling and hearing it for the little bit that I also know you, which I'm absolutely thrilled to have you again in my local here environment, an opportunity to work and collaborate on some exciting things is the fact of the level of integrity. And I love what you said, April, you can only be yourself. But self-discovery, who you are to yourself, I think it's one of the crucial elements, and I'm not sure that others will be asking more about this, is uh, definitely a key contributor, obviously, to your success. And everything else, as, as they say, follows, right? Everything else is the history. Mm -hmm. um, with that in mind, uh, and I love what you said that you are the that change agent and, and most dedicated, passionate person that shows up um, and, and really brings equally good or bad news depending on situation. And because a lot right now, we don't have a lot of time and flexibility to make errors or to see very skewed uh, environments. So with everything that is changing, do you mind sharing what do you foresee before end of the 2020 uh, uh, and 22? And then before, uh, as we dive into 2023, what do you see is going to be happening in the landscape uh, in terms of um, business, in terms of entrepreneurship, in terms of insurance and, and cybersecurity, or just in general tech arena? What do you predict? What do you see is going to happen? I see that, especially from a cybersecurity standpoint, there's going to be more regulation. There's going to be contractual obligations that are going to require business leaders to focus on their security posture from a framework standpoint. What are you doing to mitigate your risk internally in your, with, um, on your networks and your systems? How are you educating your employees? How are you putting uh, policies and processes in place that creates um, what we would consider an incident response plan? In order to do those things, I foresee that there's going to have to be a collaboration of all parties, meaning legal, business leaders, cyber defense experts, uh, CFOs, CEOs, all of all, everyone in that gamut to create a complete ecosystem that will allow them to truly see an entire picture of how we get from the beginning to the end. Because there's really no ultimate end when you're talking about cyber defense. It is a journey, it is an experience, it's like a marriage. Once you come into it, you're gonna be in it and you're going to be learning and you're going to be changing, you're going to be pivoting at all times. So how do we do that in such a way that business leaders feel comfortable with the fact that they've done everything that they could possibly do to protect their data and to protect their infrastructure? That is going to require collaboration from all parties. 
Um, you're spot on. We're seeing more fragmentation than ever before, but we also have a sense of urgency and need for collaboration um, more than ever. I can agree more, and I'm so glad you addressed that because the risk and stakes are all time high. So one, 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 what would you suggest for, uh, because a lot of actual executives and, and, and leaders are listening to Legacy Leaders Show. What would you tell them uh, that are watching and listening and on the fence or are contemplating which direction to go or how to, as they say, address elephants in the room? Yeah, so first of all, stop and pause for a second. Think what, where you're trying to go where you're headed, where you're trying to scale the business. Don't just think about where you are today. Where are you trying to scale your business to next year, next three years, next five years? And what does that mean? What challenges are you going to have to get there or potential challenges? And who needs to be in that circle to help you to mitigate those challenges? Don't try to do it all on your own where everyone needs someone. At the end of the day, we're all trying to figure it out. Cyber and cyber defense is new. I don't care how long you've been in it. I can speak to myself. I've been dealing with cyber for over 20 years. And it's still very new to me because every day there's something new that changes. There's not an ex. I'm humble enough to understand that there is no expert in this space because as you figure one thing out, something else is going on. So how do you sit down Think about those challenges that could potentially be coming um, down the pike. And then who do you bring to the table to help you bring those solutions that you need to help scale to the next level? If you're not strategically thinking about those that you can collaborate with and help you to be a 10 where you are a three, somebody else is. The competitor down the street is already there. How do you stop pause and be willing to be humble enough to know that you don't have it all together. You don't have to have it all together. That is what a collaboration is about. Mm -hmm. That is so powerful. And more than ever, we need to put our ego in check and kind of revisit individually, but also collectively where we at and what our blind spots are, right? Well, you see blind spots all the time that get smartest people in the room in the trouble, don't you? Oh, yes, definitely. And that's the thing. Uh, everyone is trying to do the best that they know how in the box that they stand in. And this is why collaboration is so critical because at the end of the day, I'm a 10 here. You're a 10 here. We take that and we, we run that together man, how much more powerful does it make the journey? How many more solutions do we bring to the table? How many more people can we help to change the game? Ultimately, I have one goal, is to leave this world a little bit better than I came in it. That is such a great mission. And, and you already are doing that and you've been doing that for decades. But I also know that is so much passion, drive and desire in you and specifically things that you also 
uh, breaking the silos and walls uh, related to plethoral women's issue, diversity and inclusion, but also women's women voice voices um, in the right places and uh, conversations that need to be had. So with that in mind, what is in your bucket list, April? What where, what are you uh, envisioning in, in, in months and years to come? Wow, um, so many things, but I can tell you right now, my number one mission is to bring awareness, to provide leaders with information that is gonna change how they purchase insurance, how they deal with risk management, and how they're gonna be able to utilize that in such a way that it helps to scale the business, not to see it as an expense that does not bring any value or you don't know if it's gonna bring any value until it's all said and done. Focusing on business leaders and how they want to scale their businesses and what's most important to them and their families, making sure that they understand there are allies out there for them, like me, that we fight every day. We are engaged. We are out here learning about what's coming down the pipe and bringing these things to them so that they ultimately can learn how to pivot so that they can scale their business to the next level while protecting what matters most. That is fantastic. It's all about families, about longevity, and frankly, about their legacy. Uh, but also, that in order to achieve a legacy of company, um, we have to have a tremendous leadership. And you are definitely an example of that. So do you mind sharing for everybody watching and listening, how did you develop your leadership skill set and mindset? And how do you became such a strong player in very difficult also conversations, but very difficult and challenging environments? Because dealing with, with the lawsuits, with the risk, with pain, all of those things are not easy. No, it's not. But I honestly, I'm one of those people, Isabella, that everything that uh, happens in my life, I see it as a building block. I don't care how great or uncomfortable or any of that. At the end of the day, I understand that I was taken through a journey to get where I am so that I can do other things that ultimately help people. So I've been fortunate enough that I've been able to be in the environment. Some of those environments are very challenging, but at the end of the day, I'm still able to push my head up and keep driving forward and learning from those experiences, watching others go through some things. I've had some phenomenal mentors come in my space and allow me to fly under their wing not only fly under their wing, but learn how to come from under the wing and soar on my own. What does that look like? What does that mean? That is an everyday challenge. I call it the everyday university that you never graduate from. Hmm. I love that, everyday university. And I love how much actually um, contribution to the mentorship and people who already been there, done that, and taking, uh, as you said, or taking you under their wings and then also letting you to separate and, and, and soar on your own and support you in that journey. That is extremely powerful. Yes, and I think it makes a difference. We have, it is so important to surround yourself with people that you are trying to be like and those that you're trying to help. Both perspectives are very important. I can't help you if I don't, I'm not willing to meet you where you are. 
right? Yes. I cannot learn if I'm not willing to scale up and hear from those that have been there and done that. So at the end of the day, I'm constantly learning and I'm constantly surrounding myself with people that can feed me with information. Insight is everything. If you don't have insight, how do you move? You're just merely moving. Moving to do what? How do Mm -hmm. we stop just moving and move with a purpose? I have a purpose here and I'm trying to walk that purpose and ultimately help people that I know have no idea what they're walking into, but I've been there and I've seen it and I've done it. So how can I take that and give it to you? And for those things that I have not been there, seen it and done it, how can I get to those that have to help me to understand where I go next? What's important next? Because not everyone is willing to share that experience and that knowledge, but I've been very fortunate and very blessed to be placed around many people that have been willing to give me that. And for that, I stand on who I am. I stand 10 toes down every single day trying to figure this thing out. But I can tell you this, I'm always going to be learning and I'm always going to be standing on the front lines. That is so powerful. And I love that um, reflection. And thank you so much for sharing that because we see a lot of fortunately C-suite executives that did not maybe go for higher education, did not take extra courses. And people say, but there's, you know, busy or they, they have already knowledge and credibility. But if we apply and, and apply thinking and process uh, processes that used to be relevant 10, 15, 20 years ago, we're stuck, we're losing, we're losing every minute because we're not adjusting to the current state and we don't have an accurate picture. And unless we seek to understand and we properly scope things, we will never address the right problems or root causes because we always react, right? To effect versus to the root cause of situation. Oh, you're so spot on. You can't, you can't be what you don't see, right? You cannot, you don't know what you don't know. And you have to be okay, or we have to be okay with not knowing what we don't know. It is okay not to know everything. What's not okay is to be stagnant in the behavior and not willing to go get the answer. Mm. That passive behavior, that stagnant behavior, that snail pace behavior, you're only going to get left behind because the world still moves. And one thing about the world, when when you fall, it doesn't come and pick you up. It steps on you and it keeps moving. Mm. So powerful. And I'm so glad you addressed this because again, so many people as a result struggling because they want to see their organization to see they're super talented, smart, but they don't have space and breathing room to do so or to exercise their knowledge. Uh, because they're too restricted, too confined, and decisions already been made without including people that have expertise or that they, that are in trenches that are doing that on a daily basis. Um, and, and they have become comfortable with, this is how we've always done it. What yes. I tell people all the time is you must become comfortable with constantly being uncomfortable. Yes. 
ambiguity, a lot of uncertainty. And right now, all of that, what we're talking about, it's perfectly reflected in current climates. And we've seen a lot of people operating from fear and constant in crisis mode. And I'm seeing you always so grounded, so level-headed, so, so well poised and positioned to really process and ask right questions. And I wanted just to say, based on past conversations, I would say one of the key contributors is also asking phenomenal questions. What else would you add as your secret sauce? Why are you so good at it? Besides asking those great questions. Just be quiet and listen. Mm. Listening. We were given two ears and one mouth for a reason. If I'm busy talking, I don't know what you need. Sometimes we just need to listen. There's nothing more than that. Meet people where they are. Don't meet them where you think they should be. Mm -hmm. Meet them where they are. Brilliant. With that, I'm curious, obviously also doing something on collective scale, helping and supporting other power women. You're an active member of Chief, and I would love to, if you don't mind sharing for everyone, how is that also supporting you and your goals, but also supporting others? And um, where, where do you see that going? Chief is a phenomenal, phenomenal um, network. Oftentimes there, we hear people talk about what they're gonna do. They talk about it, but they don't be about it. When you come into the chief environment, you are automatically embraced with other business leaders who are willing to sit you down and say, tell me, how can I help you? That's common. That's just ground foundation. And not only are they asking you how they can help you, they're taking your hand and they're helping you. I can ask you all day long, but if I'm not following through, what is the purpose? Yeah. To be around so many powerful women that are willing to share their trials, their tribulations, their experience, their joys, their highs, their lows, there's nothing like it to be able to be around individuals who are willing to unravel and allow you to see the core of who they truly are. There's nothing like that. Mm. To be around women that not only are willing to unravel themselves and allow you to see, the, to see their core, they come and allow you to unravel, unravel so that they can see your core with no expectations. We stand together and we walk through this journey together. The highs and the lows. To have so many people with the same aligned mission, willing to scale it to the next level, however they can and whatever their 10 may be or may not be, they're willing to go there. When you talk about standing on a battlefield, that's chief. Hmm. 
That's fantastic. And for everybody watching and listening that is not familiar, it's a beautiful platform that is just taken by the storm here in the United States, uh, specifically for powerful women in their career to be supported and to grow together and also learn from each other. And it is so beautiful to see in times of where we're most volatile times, when we have so much disruption, when we're seeing also a lot of job losses and a lot of career disturbances and uh, so many changes that are unpredictable and who knows what 2023 is gonna bring, right? It's so important to also have an environment where not only people can feel supported, but they also know they can figure it out and they can thrive, right? That's right. You're spot on. Um, I can't tell you, I wish I had a whole hour to speak about Chief, but I can honestly say it has been the most phenomenal network that I have been a part of. I feel like I have known everyone that I have met and engaged with my entire life. And these women are just phenomenal and they continue to show up being the best that they know how to be without any expectations or, or any from the expectations for, the, for anyone else or for themselves. They just know we're driven, we're all on a mission and tell me how I can help you to get there. That's beautiful when you all send a room and when you're surrounded with people that are been there, done that, that are not newbies in the career, that are being dealing with the challenges and difficulties, seasoned veterans in wide range of industries, and also willing to share. As you mentioned earlier, we have a lot of leaders that accomplish a lot, but they're not creating paths for other people, for other leaders to succeed, or they're not mentoring, taking anybody on their, their own wings because wide range of reasons. And it's just so refreshing for me to hear about network that is of that level, C-suite level executives uh, and willingness to also uh, change the game, how women support women, how they interact with each other and how they learn from each other and how they grow together. Oh yes, and that's part of the process of growth, right? We talk about being in male dominant industries all the time. And I think that those of us that have been in the industry we get it. We know how to move and we've learned how to adapt in that space. It is just as important to be able to adapt around other females as well and to hear their hearts, to hear their minds, to understand their challenges and how we can support that. You can't be everywhere and be a resource at all times to everyone, but sometimes just a little simple nugget changes someone's life drastically. And we don't understand that. We think that it has to be so deep. It has to be so intellectual. It has to be this. It has to be that. Sometimes it's none of that. Sometimes it's just showing up and being present mm. and nothing more is needed. And that comes from having that, that instinct of being around others that, are that aren't afraid to show vulnerability. What does that look like? What does that feel? That is a whole nother skill set that takes things to the next level. But if you're around rigid and you're around non-complacent, you're around, you know, guarded, how do you learn to be anything other than that? 
I love it. And I love how you're showing up, not only just for myself, for other women, but for everybody that you encounter. And it's just so refreshing to see the capacity of leader able to lead and tell some of the worst times that we're experiencing in modern time. And yet uh, giving that sense of, I, we got this and our team will be okay. And uh, as a result, that changes attitudes of everybody and changes and shifts the mood, uh, the approach, and also as, a, as teamwork, you know, capacity to really solve the most complex issues, which is also phenomenal skill to have. So kudos. Uh, and with that in mind, April, do you mind sharing? I mean, you already created tremendous, as I mentioned earlier, trailblazing and trajectory in your career and already establish your legacy in such a positive light. But what would you like to be remembered? You're already leading, you already are living your legacy, but what would you like to leave behind? Wow. That's a powerful question because when I, when I leave here, I have one goal. And that's for my heavenly father to tell me, servant, well done. So powerful. That is very powerful, April. Thank you for sharing that. And for and do you have any closing remarks that would you like to let anyone where they can find you? And also piece of advice when things get very difficult and very challenging. One thing that can they do to move the needle in the right direction? Yeah. First of all, keep your head up. No matter what comes your way, know that it's just a season and that season's gonna come to an end. Seek, for, seek those people to be around you that can uplift you, bring value, and help maintain your peace. If it's not, recognize it for what it is. Don't expect people to be who they are not. Don't expect people to have tools that they don't have. Don't put your expectations on an individual. Be willing to meet them wherever they are. From a business perspective, be all that you can be. Seek to find individuals that are trying to collaborate in your space and willing to help you elevate and scale to the next level. To be strategic, help you think about those things that, as you said earlier, Isabella, are blind spots. Be okay and be humble enough that you don't know it all. None of us do. We're all trying to figure it out. Yes. And lastly, when you don't know what else to do, just stand. Just stand. Mm. Powerful. That is very, very powerful. Thank you, April. That is, again, for everybody watching and listening, guys. I mean, you have to listen to this again and take that to the heart, specifically, again, as everybody's going and dealing with their own struggles, and some struggles are much more heavier than the others. But the key is that we know that we always have 
internal resources and also opportunities to reach out to great people like April. And April, for anybody that love to connect with you and learn more about you or even have a conversation, where they can find you? Well, you can definitely find me on LinkedIn, uh, April Yearby um, on LinkedIn. And then you can also find me at Levitt, comtechlevitt.com. Uh, we're doing some amazing things. We're really focusing on getting you guys the cyber solutions that you need from defense, defense resources all the way to uh, insurance products that will allow you to truly protect what matters most. Thank you for listening to Legacy Leader Show. If you enjoyed the content and had a positive experience, then please leave us a positive rating. In addition, leave us positive review whenever you are listening on whatever platform there might be. Make sure your friends and family also know about the benefit and value that we provide and what we have to offer. Cheers.